whimsical, so unpredictable Here on the SNL Network Yes, that is right. So welcome everybody on in to the Saturday Night Network for Draft Night, our final podcast as we head towards the start of a new SNL season. And season 49 is right around the corner. I'm so excited. Two days away from the premiere with Pete Davidson and musical guest Ice Spice. And we have plenty of podcasters here to get into the season, talk about it all as we begin to draft each and every cast member for season 49. So without further ado, let's bring in all of our friends here on the podcast, many of whom we're talking to for the first time this season. And first up is my man, Bill Kenny. Bill, how are you doing? John, I'm great. I'm so excited. Uh, we didn't know when this was going to happen. Uh, we were on pins and needles the last couple of weeks once they settled the strike and, and trying to figure out uh, when this was going to occur. And I'm glad it's happening sooner rather than later. It's been a long, long time. Yeah, for sure, man. Very, very pumped to do another season with you. So great to get to speak to you every single season of the podcast. And joining us as well is the great Zoe Walker. Zoe, how are you doing? Hello, I'm excited to be here. This is my first time doing the draft, so play nice. Yeah, we will, we will for sure. For those uh, who are just getting to know Zoe on the podcast, she's going to be a big part of our coverage in season 49. Join us for a couple of roundtables towards the end of season 48. So Zoe, I'm very happy that you are back with us this season. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. Well, also joining us as well, we couldn't do a draft without Andrew Haskell. Haskell, how are you doing? You want to talk about play nice. Like, look at me on the top row. I'm not going to get used to that. Uh, we got a draft order set. It's one of these classic drafts, so I know I'm about to get bumped down. I'm either picking seventh or eighth, but um, either way, I'm just excited to be here with you guys. Yeah, uh, no spoilers. We'll tell you in a minute about the draft order, but Haskell may or may not be near the back of the draft. We will find out. <laughs> but uh, of course, very excited to catch up with Amanda Mitchell on the show tonight. Amanda, welcome to the draft. John, my prince, how are you? I'm so happy to be here. I feel like Mom. I'm back to normal, you know? <laughs> like I, my, Yeah, the I'm world is right again. Course. I was off course for six months. And now I'm back and I'm wearing really amazing pants in case anyone's wondering. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm so ready. Also, I've never done a draft before in my life, so I don't know what I'm doing. Very excited. Not a sports girl. Okay, well, this is going to be very easy. It's a two-round draft, so not too much to learn here. You're all going to do absolutely great. You're just going to tell us which cast members you want to pick tonight. So excited to get into it with you, Amanda, and have you on our coverage this season as well. Back again for your third season with us. Uh, one of uh, one of the OGs from our first season on the show comes back with us for his fourth season, and that would be TJ Randolph. TJ, how are you doing, buddy? John, John, you son of a... It's... Oh my God! It's been ages, John. It's been it's been forever since I've been. I feel like I feel like when like action stars see each other again, it's just like my God! It's I'm just emotional. Uh, uh, you know my 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 strike time was was uh, eventful. I saw the Barbie movie more than once. Uh, I, you know I found self actualization and discovered that I am enough. I became worthy. Um, for those who are on the video feed, they can see that I have a foam replica of the Stormbreaker axe from the Avengers, uh, I think it's from Infinity War. Um, and uh, my relationship is still going very strong and I need to pick her ass up at the train. So uh, here's hoping this is a smooth, time-efficient draft uh, or else somebody's going to be waiting uh, at the station. Uh, love you, baby. Glad to be here. Thanks, John. 
that's the update on TJ Randall from the summer. So uh, he is back with us. Uh, joining us as well on the podcast tonight is the awesome Thomas Senna from the SNL Hall of Fame podcast. Thomas, how are you doing? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing well. Season 49 is upon us. And what better way to celebrate than to uh, whoop everybody's butts in a uh, cast member draft? Never participated in one of your drafts, so I'm excited. I'm a little rookie over here, so thanks for uh, having me on. Yeah, this will be fun. I think Thomas is a dark horse here. He he knows what he's doing, so uh, we we shall see. And uh, last but not least is the awesome Sammy K joining us as well for his fourth season on the show. Sammy, how are you doing? John, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I you know we're we're here for another draft. You know, I was uh, on the network. Uh, you know, last week breaking down, uh, you know, the news that season 49 was finally coming, uh, you know, this week. And I'm just I'm just so excited to finally have SNL back in our lives. Um, and I'm excited for this draft, too, because, you know, I got really close uh, last season. I think I ended up in second place and Rebecca's not even here. So my only the only person that did better than me is not um, drafting with us today. So maybe that means uh, I can finally get a W. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Well, uh, you you said it. Rebecca's not here. Rebecca did win the season 48 cast draft. So if you want to go back and check out that podcast, that was really fun. We did it prior to 48. And she won with her team of Chloe Feynman and Sarah Sherman. So she won the right to pick the order for the draft. Rebecca has chosen not to defend her crown this year. She's walking out on top. So she did leave me with the draft order for this year, which I'll tell you in just a moment. You also may be asking yourself, where in the world is Andrew Haynes? Well, he told me that he couldn't make it here tonight, unfortunately. So that's too bad. We hope you're doing well, Haynes. I think we theorized in the pre-show, this might be because of an Atlanta Braves playoff game. So if that is the case, Haynes, <laughs> we, we're, we're watching you. You're on, you're on probation. So, Haynes, uh, I got to say you're okay. that... Uh, I got to say that I think I might be the one that may have may have outed you because I know you're a Braves fan and we I got kind of the game on here. So I inadvertently added you, Haynes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to see his uh, no longer strike beard uh, coming in in a couple of weeks on a round table. So you'll get to hear from him uh, soon. Okay. So let's get into this. Let me explain what the rules are for all the listeners. So basically, we have 17 cast members. They're all going to get picked tonight. Last year, we only picked 16 out of 17. This year, we're going to pick all 17. Jost and Che will be picked as a duo this year. So if you want to pick them as a duo, you have that chance. You can get three cast members, today, but they have to be taken together as a duo. It's a snake draft. So we're going to go one through eight and then eight all the way back to one two round draft. And the way to win the draft is to have the most combined sketch appearances between the two or three members of your team. So as we go week by week on the podcast, we'll try and update the results so you know what's happening and who's winning the draft. A sketch appearance is defined as one appearance in a sketch. If you end up doing a voiceover in that sketch and you appear in it, it only counts once. So if there are any clarification questions for the uh, fans in the chat, you can let us know as well. So uh, we want you to enjoy this and then maybe perhaps participate at home with your friends and family and do your own drafts. Okay. Let's get down to business. Here we go. So I got a text earlier from Rebecca North who wrote to me and gave me the draft order. So she says with the first pick, she wants to give it to our newest podcaster, and that would be Zoe Walker. So Zoe's going to take the first pick. Zoe, you're also going to have the last pick of the draft. So you you only get to pick once, and the last person is your default uh, last pick. So you got to think about who you might want to take first. Number two. 
Sammy K goes in here at number two. So he's going to take the second and the 15th pick. So Sammy, moving your, your little screen up to the second place. There you go. Number three, Amanda Mitchell. Amanda comes in here at number three. Rebecca wanted to put you three. So Amanda, you're going to take three and 14. Four is Thomas Senna, who's jumping in here at the fourth pick. So you get right in the middle of both rounds of the draft. I'm staying at five, according to Rebecca. So I'm five and 12. Bill is at six and 11. <laughs> and Haskell is at seven and 10. And TJ is at eight and nine. So uh, let me just say before you go, TJ, um, Rebecca wanted me to say something specifically to you, which was that last year she won at the eight, nine turn. So she wanted to give you the opportunity to win from that point of the draft. What do you think of that? I will withhold my previous rage. Okay. All right. And Haskell, how does it feel to always be picking from the spot that you're picking? <laughs> Just always hold me. They're clearly afraid of me. I think uh, I had a very great uh, first draft that we ever did. I think I came in with Eddie Murphy and Will Ferrell late in the first round. And from then on out, everybody associated with the Saturday Night Network has been afraid of me when it comes to drafts. So they got to stick me down here, but they'll not, but they won't give me the double turn. So uh, always in this spot, trying to hold me down is what it is. I'm a Boston sports fan. So I know what it's like to be feared. Uh, I mean, hey, maybe win one of these drafts and then you can pick your own spot. <laughs> so we'll, hey, uh, if, if anybody wanted to give me like the, uh, you know, the sweetheart pick, then then maybe it will happen. One of these. All right. How about this Haskell, just for fun. If you would like to offer your spot to somebody else who wants to take it, that's fine. If somebody wants to trade their spot with Haskell, they can say right now. No, I, I live in this spot. Okay. All right. That's it. Haskell is going to take it. Maybe he'll win with it. Okay. We have 17 cast members to pick from. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, who they all are. Once you pick that cast member, you're going to let us know who it is. And then I'll go to one other person on the panel to get some thoughts on that cast member as we go through this draft. So Zoe, you have the pick of the litter. Any one of them you could take as joining your team. So who's going to go first overall? Okay, so I thought about this, and I'm going to say Heidi because she's a rising star. She's a people's princess, and I love her so much, and I think she's going to win it all. Okay, very <laughs> interesting pick here. So we got Heidi Gardner going first overall. This is this is really exciting for me because I think Heidi had a really good year last year and definitely from a statistics perspective jumped up the board. Heidi Gardner was in 66 sketches last year. Um, so that is very, uh, actually no, Heidi Gardner was in 66 sketches in season 47. Last year, she jumped all the way up to 78 sketches. So I just want to make sure I got my stats right there. So she had a major improvement there. And if she continues to rise up the board, this could be a very solid pick for Zoe. So Bill, what do you think about Heidi going first overall? here perfect pick for our newest podcaster uh this this was where i would have went if i had the number one pick uh as you know i think that heidi's star is going to continue to rise uh we're going to see some superstardom from her um i mean she she just continues to go upwards and uh, i i think this is the only pick for number one Absolutely. All right. Well, Heidi Gardner to Zoe. So she is off the board for everybody else. I saw Eric in the chat was asking a question. Do Jost and Shay's update appearances count as one or two? They will count as two. Those are both considered sketch appearances for Jost and Shay. So every time they do update, that's two points for you. Something to consider as we go through the draft. Okay, Sammy, so you can pick anybody besides Heidi. I think you picked second last year, if I remember correctly, actually. So this yeah, I'm in... 
a very similar position as last year. Um, and I definitely had Heidi up there on my board, but she was not in my number one spot. And as much as I, I as I, I want to, you know, make changes, um, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I got second place last year. I'm picking Keenan Thompson again, second year in a row. Um, Keenan, you're, you're coming back. You know, we, we, we re-upped you for another year. Um, I'm picking Keenan Thompson. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Keenan comes home back to Sammy. I mean, Keenan was the winner in terms of sketch appearances last year at 81. So led the entire season in his 20th season at the show, heading into his 21st season. Um, Back-to-back years of 81 sketch appearances from Keenan Thompson. He is very consistent at this point in his career. And it's so funny how the draft worked out, where basically Sammy is second last year. I think it was Nicole who picked Bowen to start the draft from the first position last year. This year, Zoe picks Heidi, and Sammy ends up with Keenan again here so very interesting uh haskell would love to know what do you think does sammy get away with this one this year is this just the perfect pick to land to him or should he have pivoted no you if it, he said it perfectly like if it if it ain't broke don't fix it we know like realistically right you could pen, you're going to be able to pencil pencil keenan in for on the low end 72 sketches i think that's on the low end of just if Keenan's just going through the motion, right? He is so woven into the fabric of what the show is at this point that even on his worst nights, you're going to get a handful of appearances. Sammy is going to kind of just stay on par with who's ever up there in the standings just by having Keenan there. It is the no-brainer pick at number two. All right, so first two picks off the board, Heidi and Keenan, Amanda. Who will you go with for the third pick in the first round? Okay, I've thought about this for a long time because it's multi multifold. Because my brain goes with ego because I love black women and I'm here for black women. Um, and also, she's I think she was like number five on the list. So like, great, good, good first, first pick. And knowing that they're also heading into an election year, I'm like, JAG feels like a, the safer if I'm being if I'm going with my competitive brain is just JAJ. And also, because I, I really want that man to realize that I'm, we're in love. But, like, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this before, guys. Leave me alone. This, I go on this podcast to thirst talk about SNL members, okay? Um, but, actually, I'm going to go with Bowen. I think this year for Bowen is going to be very interesting. I think, um, especially with everything that's happened with, with him post-strike and on a personal level, I think he's just going to come out out the gate like reckless. So I'm going against every single bit of my internal choices. And I feel like I'm going to regret this come May, but we're going to go with Bowen. Yeah, like I said, last year, Bowen Yang was the first overall pick in this draft because I think that we felt after season 46 and 47, it was finally time for him to step up and take over the show. And he ends up finishing fourth in sketch appearances, which is pretty good. But I think people maybe expected him to really just like, you know, get so much better than everyone else. And I don't know that he did, but maybe he just needed another year of adjustment to be, you know, start to take on those leadership roles. So it's an interesting thought experiment here from Amanda. And I I think it's a very uh, solid pick that we got from Amanda here. So TJ, I'm curious what you think of Amanda's pick with Bowen third overall. Um, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a great pick. Uh, (laughs) 
All right, fine. If you want to know what I really think, I think it's not as safe of a pick as like she could have gone for based on what we saw in the last the draft last year. Um, and it's very odd for uh, her to still not lift up black women. I'm wondering if you can. Zoe, Zoe, should you take that personally? Should that Zoe like, go back to, to the black people meeting? I stand and, with a um, black woman and Amanda is a black woman. So I am mm. sorry. Zoe's, my hands on, are tied. Yeah. Zoe's on my side. But if Zoe we're doing, if we're doing the math, that's two black women being, that's two black women, but you as a black, damn it. I support BIPOC. I lost it. (laughs) I don't use BIPOC normally, but I support BIPOC. In this case, I'm supporting a person of color. So, win. Points. Oh, and plus to literally quote Bowen Yang in that sketch he did with Simu Liu uh, when he hosted. uh, Also gay. Wait, no, I think he said, like, also, he'll always be gay. I think that's what he said at the end of the sketch. A culturally gay woman. Yeah. He's on my, mm. I'm a culturally gay woman. Like, I get it. I'm mm. not, wait, wait, I don't is, identify hold on, as gay. Wait, let's pause the podcast. What is culturally every, gay? Every, we can't, we can't pause the podcast. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we should not. <laughs> yeah, what is culturally <laughs> gay? Is that like, also, I'm gay in the winter? You, like, what? Like, <laughs> You're trying to pause the podcast and you have to be somewhere, bro. Like, like oh yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, your girlfriend's waiting at, oh sorry, your partner <laughs> is, is waiting at the train. She sexed me. Yeah. She saw me in the sweater. At the train station. She's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. Well, that, that was that. Yeah, that was uh, helpful. And, and yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Thomas, <laughs> over to you for the fourth overall pick. Uh, we have gone through three picks: Heidi, then Keenan, then Bowen. You have the pick of everybody else. Where are you going to go? All right. Um, all right. TJ, Amanda, Zoe. If you would allow me the opportunity to lift up black women. With my pick right now, I am going to choose Ego Wodum. I love Ego. I think she's going to be an anchor this season. She's always been one of my favorite cast members. I think this is her time to shine. We might see maybe a two or three Lisa from Temecula sketches that might up those stats just a little bit. I see maybe one or two other recurring characters. TJ, I'm not like willing it to happen. I think the one first one was enough. But we, she's she's the type that might be a... Uh, have a lot of recurring sketches. She's going to be an anchor. So, so me, a Latino man, is going to lift up a black woman. Ego Wodum, welcome to the team. Yeah, that Thomas. is a really yeah, go ahead, TJ. Yeah, I'm so sorry, John. Um, oh wow, you haven't been interrupted in a while. I'm so sorry, John. Um, it's okay. old habits. I'll get used to it. Thomas, I, I need I need to ask. Um, are you sure that it's just that you want to lift up black women, or is it the fact that Ego had? 69 appearances last season because to be honest it'd be a hard choice for me too but it's one of those two would win it over well it's it's a combination of both i would say 65 percent mm-hmm. lifting up black women 35 percent the stats you know what i'm nice. saying but i i feel good about this pick yeah this is uh, how you I mean, pander guys this is how you pander that's how you pander who's it pandering works. no no i'm saying that's how you do it if it's successful it works <laughs> Congratulations. I love that. Um, Sammy, what what do you think about Thomas's pick here with Ego? Just just as a just general discussion point with, with regards to Ego's season last year and where she finished, because like TJ said, 69 appearances last year for Ego, um, which was up from 63 the previous year, but overall finished fifth in sketch appearances. I actually want to, you know, continue jumping off of what TJ's been talking about. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, 
you know, if you're if you're looking at the numbers, obviously, you know, Ego, we've said 69 appearances last year. You know, if you look at if you look at, you know, the previous season though, she had 63. So, you know, a small jump, you know, season over season. Obviously, you know, we missed three episodes toward the, towards the end of last season, so those numbers would have gone up. But I think it's in a similar position as Bowen, you know, last season for me to where I, I felt like, you know, I really was expecting Ego to really rise up, you know, kind of similar to how Heidi and, you know, someone who has not been picked yet, Chloe, um, you know, did last season. So I'm, I'm hopeful that that will happen, but, um, you know, I, I think, I think we'll see. Okay. We will see. So Thomas will pick next at the 13th pick right now. We're going to head over to me with the fifth pick. And um, as, as much as there was cast members that I, I really love and, and wanted to pick, I was sneakily sort of hoping this person would land to me. Once I knew I had the fifth pick, I was like, okay, uh, this might work out. And it's a bit of a risk here because this is a cast member that could be pigeonholed into certain parts of the show, but they are on the trajectory to potentially take over the show. So I'm going to pick James Austin Johnson here. I think that's the right pick here at fifth overall because if if what I had seen like in his rookie season was how I was feeling now, I probably wouldn't go with this. But the fact that he's now connected with Andrew Dismukes and they're producing sketches together, I think that's a game changer because we know we have an election that'll get you know that'll keep you know picking up as the season goes on. So he's going to continue to be in roles, especially in the second half of the year, like. To me, this is like the equivalent in sports of like picking a guy who like, you know, you know, is like maybe we're going to have a slow start, but really take off towards the end of the year. Like, that's how I feel about James Austin Johnson, that he could be very solid for me in multiple ways. So uh, that's why I'm picking JJ here at number five overall. Zoe, what do you think of that pick? Um, I think it's the smart choice. It wouldn't be my heart choice because, I mean, I like him, but. I don't gravitate towards him. So yeah, it makes sense. Impressions and all that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, the stats <laughs> from last year, just, just, that's fine. Uh, so uh, JJ, believe it or not, sixth overall in sketch appearances last year at 62 up from his rookie season of 51. So he was like tied for 12th in season 47 last year. He came in sixth overall. So uh, if everything goes right for me, he's going to finish above six this year, which will put me in a good position to combine him with somebody else on my team. So there you go. JJ off the board at number five. To recap, we got Heidi, Keenan, Bowen, Ego, JJ off the board. And Bill, you have the sixth pick. First round. Go ahead. I cannot believe that this person fell all the way to me. Uh, despite their rankings last year, they are on the one of the best late uh, career trajectories in the history of the show. Uh, of course, I'm going to lift up a white man here and pick... <laughs> Mikey Day. <laughs> yeah. Sounds uh, about he, white. It's about, <laughs> it's about Good for time. you, Bill. It's about time. Somebody had to do it, Bill. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I picked Mikey Day last year, and, and I was really happy with the pick because I think Mikey had such a fantastic season. And I think that the, my only concern, Bill, is that Mikey had such a qualitatively great season. Like, he was just hitting on everything he was producing but quantity wise he didn't necessarily like pad the stats in the way that maybe i would have expected once all the other guys who were part of his cast left after last season and he finished tied 
for seventh overall in sketch appearances at 60 last year. So I, I would have thought we would have gone more. He was actually down in sketch appearances. He was 69 in season 47 and 60 in season 48. So there is potential here that perhaps we could see things swing back the other way. And I do think that this is a smart pick here at number six. Uh, Amanda, let me ask you, what do you think about Bill Kenny's pick here, sixth overall? I mean, I, I, I have... I love Mikey Bay. I think he's absolutely wonderful. I think this is a great pick. Um, like, like everything that Bill said to explain this actually is exactly the logic I would use. It's like, he's been here. He's not really going anywhere and he's only getting better and better and better. So yeah, I love Great pick. I love that. 10 out of 10. Why? All right, Bill will pick next with the 11th overall pick. And then Haskell, all the pressure is on you here at number seven to finally dig yourself out of this hole that you put yourself in. So, <laughs> yeah, ready. and listen, who are you going to go with? Uh, if you want to dig yourself out of the hole, you can't make the same mistakes. And I made a massive mistake last year. Okay, I passed on somebody who was on the board and they went to tie for second in appearances last year. Can't make the same mistake again. I'm going with Chloe Feynman. Uh, I, I do. I think there's some risks there. Absolutely. Like there, we have seen this before. We're like, oh my god, this person's about to take over the show. And what we don't realize is they're actually, you know, starting to trend the other way. Um, and I think that's a possibility there. But I think her appearances last year are way too high to pass up this time. Um, there's there's a few other people that I think might be uh, trending, maybe in a better direction. But I don't know, think this is the year that they pass them. So with the impressions uh, and just getting better footing and replacing the cast. I'm going with uh, the senior Chloe this year. Yeah. So we got Chloe Feynman here to Haskell at seventh overall. I think this is a fantastic pick landing all the way to Haskell. Somebody who, you know, tied for second, like he said, in sketch appearances and, and Chloe Feynman's had a great trajectory in terms of sketch appearances every single year, her rookie year tied at 47 appearances with Bowen her second year on the show. Uh, she goes up or she, she goes to 46. So like very close around there. And then she jumps up tremendously. Then she goes to 52 of sketch appearances. And then last year, all the way to 78, she had the highest year over year jump, like just very impressive what we saw from chloe in terms of just pure quantity on the show she was in so many sketches thomas i'd love to know from you what do you think about chloe going to haskell here seven overall you know haskell i think i know what the stats say last year but i think that was chloe's peak for some reason i have a gut feeling that there's going to be maybe like two or three cast members probably even more so since she was so uh, ranked so high last year i think there's going to be a handful of cast members who who leap over chloe uh, this season. So I had her a little lower on my board. So, so according to my board, which is like gospel, I think uh, Haskell uh, reached a little bit over here. I got to say my Boston sports fan friend, uh, I foresee Chloe maybe having a slight slump this year. I know you're new around here, um, oh, but boy. I don't do well when people disagree with me. So uh, right. you're just going to need to apologize. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, so speaking my truth, we're gonna, it's a while. Uh, it's your first. It's your first night. It's your first draft. So we'll give you. Let's call it John. Let's give him thirty seconds. Well, let's try that one again and try to throw the word perfect in there. <laughs> we're not live, John. Right? I can re-record and be more harsh with Haskell. That was nice. That uh, was you're not. Nice. You're not TJ. You can't produce the podcast on the air like TJ. So unfortunately, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Chloe's gonna uh, this year, but go for it, Haskell. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we'll see, we'll uh, see you know, we're building up uh, all types of people. Um, can somebody try to build up Haskell once in a while? That'd be really nice. Okay. 
You literally drafted no. yourself. To yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, TJ. Speaking of the guy who drafted himself to host the Christmas show, <laughs> and it's still a possibility. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's. Uh, TJ has back-to-back picks here, so TJ, let's start with your first one. You're gonna end the first round of the draft. So off the board are Heidi, Keenan, Bowen, Ego, JJ, Mikey, and Chloe. Who's gonna go eighth overall to you? Oh my goodness, I've I've missed on these. This is this is this is some good some good laughing. Also, um, uh, I don't I don't know who said it, uh, but uh, Thomas never doubt a pretty blonde white woman. Uh, never never you know never the, you know they're, they're strong, they're feisty, and sometimes they're only five two, but they can get places even if they need a stool to get there. Um, you know, See, I thought uh, you were calling Haskell a pretty blonde white woman. <laughs> hey hey, you know what? I felt seen. She's beautiful, yeah. Haskell's beautiful. Um. <laughs> Um. Okay. Who who wears it better, Chloe or Haskell? Who knows? All right. So, uh, obvi- it's obvious what I'm going to do here. Like, I think we all know. Um, Sarah Sherman. Let, let's let's not let's not beat around the bush here. Uh, Jewish Elvis. Um, uh, I was going to give her other names, but um, she was literally in the winning pair last time. I feel like maybe I'm in the winning spot. It's either myself or Haskell, honestly, because math. We literally get to pick the middle winners. Whereas you, Zoe, Sammy, Amanda, oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get the stragglers, the unwanted. Wait a minute, hold on, John. Is um, are we counting um, what's her name? Is her name Zoe or Chloe? Uh, Trost. Are we counting her um, in the draft her- as well? Wait, is it Chloe Trost? <laughs> okay. Their name rhymes. It's Chloe right? Trost, TJ. Yeah. You gotta okay, hold it yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I want to be shouting. You know, wait, hold on. Somebody. There are two he is Chloe on this show. There's two huh? Chloe's yes, there's a, now? That's, yes. And they're both white women? Oh, I see how to much fair, you listen to the Michaels. preseason content, are, Amanda. Uh, to be fair, there's yeah, two Michaels yes. on the show. Actually, there's sure three Michaels on the show. There's three Michaels on the show. Yeah, yeah. Longfellow, Che, and Mikey. Um, yeah, no. Yes. So okay, well, we, well, well let's I, stick Trost. to the uh, pick. Yes, Trost is available no, to be picked. Is, yes. Trost on the, is, Trost, is she on the list? She's on the list, yes. Okay, okay. Um. No, sorry, when I copied your list, you had Chloe, but I didn't know which Chloe we were talking about. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, well, she wasn't on the show last year. So I know, I know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> okay. Sarah Sherman is, is the pick. It's obvious she is a continuing growing star. And it's so, it, it, honestly, from like a more genuine standpoint, it's very wonderful to kind of see this, uh, this comedian, this star, this incredible performer grow and challenge themselves on the show. I think Sarah's going to be entering what her her third year, I, I believe. Um, into I think I saw an interview with her where she talked about like being like her surprising it on the show, which everyone talks about. But I've I'm pretty sure we've all said this, but like the challenge that she's dealing with of like when you go to network television, you can't be yourself. You have to be a modified version. It's like walking in a church. Like you have to modify yourself like a little bit. Um, and the fact that we are seeing this performer who, let's be honest. Most, I feel like most SNL performers, maybe exception of maybe like Chris Red, like they kind of come in with their like with some sense of identity. But the show is really going to reform and reshape and help them grow. But Sarah, it almost seemed like she knew damn well who she was before she came onto that show. She was well formed. She was a grown adult woman who knew who she was. Not to say that the other actor, like the other comedians and performers, aren't. But to see the goal for her then is not to find herself. The goal for her is to grow and challenge. And I think she has such like a better path than everyone else because of that. Even if it's not my personal taste, because I'm not the grossest person, she's very funny. 
and she's rising and she already knows who she is. So that confidence that you like to see there, if you're going to do a sketch yeah. about weird googly eyes, like I, she's a charismatic performer that wins you over time and time again. And it's only her second year. I think we're going to see her continue to do that, which is why I think she's a phenomenal pick. I'm sure. Bill, what do you think of TJ's pick here? Eight overall. Uh, I think TJ's been saving up energy for six months, and now he just exploded like a neutron <laughs> bomb all over this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love I you, still TJ. Have another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Listen, if you this, if you it, let, yeah, go ahead, Bill. Oh no! I mean, this is a great pick. This is definitely who I would have taken if it had gotten back to me. Uh, she she had such a phenomenal year. We went into last season thinking that J.A.J. was going to take over the show. And it was really Sarah, especially the first half of the season. So I think that continues this year. Great pick. 100%. And just in case you were a listener and you said to yourself, hey, I have not heard enough from T.J. Randolph. Well, he has another pick for you. So you're going to kick off the second round of the draft with the ninth overall pick, T.J. So go ahead. You, you know, if any of this is shade, it's just going right over my head. Um, but, Maybe. you know, so I was I was pondering this because I was like, you know what? I love Punky. I do. Um, but let's be honest there. We have not seen what we all for the past, what is it, three years now? Four, four years? How long has Punky been on the show now? It's been four years? Yeah, since we started podcasting. She was our first year. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I was off by a year. We, it's not that we haven't seen what we want from Punky. She's she's well defined as well, and she knows herself too. But we just don't we just don't see her as much as we want to on the show. Even though we love her when she shows up, and I like to lift up black women. But I'm not going to do that today. I am going to pick a white person. I was thinking I was thinking Dismukes because Dismukes. I loved what I saw from Dismukes last season. I love the JAJ team up. I think if you get the JAJ Dismukes like pair, whoever gets that pair, it's it's going to be a fun watch. I still think King Brothers Toyotathon. That was one of my favorite sketches of the season. Like I I enjoyed that. It's not the best, but I loved it. But I am shocked that a newcomer cast member named Longfellow blew away somebody who's been on the show for a few more years and which is why he's going to be getting picked because i'm also doing this because of statistics um i think longfellow the fact that he dressed up like dilbert and a gopher he's willing to get into silly costumes he has a sardonic wit americans love sarcasm i think he has uh i think he has a chance and i think statistically it's probably going to be the best way to go because i think longfellow is going to do better I, I don't i don't see him like declining like i feel like if he declined that'd be just like a bad sign overall so if Sarah does better and then Longfellow does better, I think I've just won this thing. So uh, I'm going with two white okay. people because they've always been ahead of it from the beginning. Um, uh-huh, that's Sarah, what they want you to believe. They want <laughs> Sarah and Longfellow. Yeah, I, you really threw me a loop for a loop there. I thought you were going with Andrew. I feel like I was very, very sure of that. But yes, uh, Michael Longfellow here, who is coming into his second season, uh, really impressed last season, was was awesome, and uh, came in uh, ninth place overall in sketch appearances in his rookie season, uh, led all rookies in sketch appearances, 54 during his first year. So we will see if he makes that jump for TJ. Sammy, what do you think of Mikey Longs, your former draft pick, going to TJ here? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a little sad. I wasn't expecting to get Mikey Longs. I, you know, obviously I'm in the same position as I, I was last year. Except last year we didn't have any knowledge of what Mikey Longs was going to be able to do on the show. 
Um, I mean, I think this is a really solid pick. Um, this is our first rookie from last season to come off the board, uh, right? So um, I think that's interesting to see, um, you know, at this point in the draft. Um, you know, I got the chance to see Michael Longfellow perform stand-up over the summer, and he's really funny. And he was still really funny, um, you know, over, over when I was able to see him. And I'm excited to see him, you know, find ways to incorporate himself into the show more. Obviously, he had a lot of time at the update desk this season. I think down the line, that's even something I'd like to see him do, maybe potentially when Jost and Che leave the show. But I want to see, you know, the, the Michael Longfellow sketch, you know, the live sketch. Um, you know, personally, the barbershop sketch from last season from the Chappelle show was one of my favorite um sketches uh you know from the whole season so uh i'm sad that he's not on my team but i'm excited that he's kind of you know coming off the board this early for mikey longs okay there you go so tj's team is locked up with sarah and michael longfellow haskell you started the draft with chloe Feynman, and you will pick one other person seven more picks available on the board where are you going to go yeah, let me just start by saying, TJ, bravo for lifting up a black woman by just taking time to trash her before making your pick that wasn't her. That was really... Um, he massaged but, noir. Like, uh-uh. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. Us. I get it. Uh, no, I, tell. Oh, I know. It's not ideal if you want to know how bad last year went for me. Uh, my entire team is still on the board right now, by the way. Um, and they will remain on the board. I, I put my faith in both of them last year. It did not help me out. Um, but... Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to bank on somebody making a big jump. And, uh, I think they, this is somebody who has found their voice at the weekend update desk and is now starting to make a little bit of the late night rounds. So I think the show sees something in them. I'm going to go with Marcelo Hernandez on top of that. Um, I also, this summer got to work with New York comic Tate Winston. Uh, if you're not familiar, check him out. He is hysterical, good friends with Marcelo Hernandez. So, uh, Tate. Marcelo, like let's, the three of us hang out. I don't know. Let's make something happen. I don't know. But Marcelo Hernandez. Yeah, this is an awesome pick. I, I really feel like this is a great, great pick from Haskell. Um, let me just say what uh, Marcelo's sketch appearances were last year, and that would be 46, 11th overall. Uh, really came on strong towards the end of the year and clearly is just very well-rounded, could do very well on the show. Thomas, you seemed excited by Haskell's pick, so tell us why. Haskell, you completely redeemed yourself with this Marcelo Hernandez pick. This is maybe the still of the draft at this point. I see a huge jump for Marcelo, and I've been doing some preseason scouting, and I did see his late-night appearance on Seth Meyers that was completely impressive. Marcelo looks so comfortable, so in his element, and I want to commend Haskell. We're lifting up a lot of people on this show. Thank you, Haskell, for lifting up Latino men. Now, yeah, thank you, can- you so much, Haskell. I knew you had our back this whole time. And I apologize will, uh, for everything I said about the previous pick, Haskell. Wonderful you, um, pick of the night. You can come back. Uh, and <gasps> when I win, I promise you a top seven pick in next year's draft. Because you redeemed yourself. Little old me? Top seven pick? Oh, my God. What do the black Very women good. get, Haskell? What do we get? Whatever they want. Whatever they want. I I would like to have a career for a long time. So the answer to that is whatever you want, Amanda, you get. And so Haskell, you recommend a comic named Tate Winston. But when I looked that up on YouTube, it says Middletown men charged with attacking police officer. You're you're probably spelling it wrong. (laughs) You're most definitely spelling it. Is that the comedian? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, definitely not. No, uh, no My Kate Winston chocolates. Yeah. I like yeah. to look up a comic. I like, I like comics. See, uh, see I thought you were going to say that Tate Winston was actually Andrew Haskell and that was his stage name. <laughs> so that would have made more sense. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's head to Bill Kenny here with the 11th overall pick. So, Bill, you started things off with Mikey Day. Where are you going to go with 11? Well, at this point, we're looking at, we're, we're hoping for somebody to step up go higher than they did last year. I mean, there's a lot of talent still on the board, but a lot of it didn't get uh, their chance to to do what they could do. Um, so it's kind of a crapshoot, um, but I'm going to go with Devin Walker. Um, I think especially what we saw from him in the middle of the season last year, um, he had a lot of, lot of great episodes. Uh, we saw him, especially in the Kiki Palmer episode. Um, I think that he is going to step up this year and become uh, the biggest featured player on the show. So I'm going with Devin Walker. Yeah, really, really great pick here from Bill. This makes sense to me. Uh, Devin Walker finished 10th overall in sketch appearances at 53. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that Devin has all the makings of being a great cast member. I just think he was probably our biggest mystery coming out of last season and that we wanted to see what else he could do and there was episodes where he really popped and then episodes where he disappeared and the question will be is is he the one that's going to really figure it out between year one and two and if he does i think that would be huge for bill's team here zoe what are your thoughts on devin walker going here at 11 to bill kenny oh well he might be my family so you always have to put your faith in family um thank you for lifting up a black man <laughs> and i'm excited to see what he can do <laughs> what he can add second. in this season <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, there you go. So uh, heading over to me here at number 12 overall. And um, I, I think this is a little bit of a tough choice because I think we've reached like a tier of people who maybe like uh, underperformed a little bit last year and we're still not really sure. I think Devin was probably the start of that tier. And now we're just trying to figure out like who has the highest chance to pop here on screen. Um, and I, I think that I was very close to doing something really risky and I think I'm going to try. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to lift up black women. I'm going to go with punky Johnson here. Uh, punky is punky is a great friend. It's not risky to lift up black women. That's not the risk. <laughs> black women. Also, I love the fact that this chat is literally over not even half black people. And yet we have still made it about black people. Thank you. Always. We are the this new Mandora. I really appreciate it coming to this diversity, equity, and inclusion meeting. Uh, I didn't thought I was podcasting, it's but in terms of I'm just at work. NBC Universal's ever done, you know. Like, NBC Universal's <laughs> watching this, like... We actually like yeah, to keep I mean, a good relationship with them. We love them! But, we love them! I'm a journalist, I love NBC Universal. Please hire me, thank you. Eh, I mean, I still haven't <laughs> yeah. restarted my Peacock subscription since SNL went off the air. Uh, All right, can I talk about my pick, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Because, uh, yeah, and, he, and by the way, John loves black women. That's all. John has a new disclaimer. My views do not necessarily reflect the views of the Saturday Night Network and its owners, and blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, TJ, I just want to thank you for picking uh, somebody Jewish. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> all thanks hey, my, to you. My girl is half Jewish, man. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I don't for know. sure, for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go with Punky Johnson here. Like I said, you're number four for Punky. I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about this being a make or break year for Punky Johnson. And I think it is time for her to step up and continue to, to do pretty well on the show, if not grow tremendously. I think a huge thing for her underrated story last year was her being chosen as the best 
best friend of Lisa from Temecula. Somebody who, you know, could appear in the recurring sketch and work with Ego. And yes, there, there is like the best friend or the sister or whatever it was. And, and like, you know, I, I just, I think that Punky has all the makings of somebody who could pop at the show. And I, I'm going ahead with this one here because I believe that she's going to do it. I think she's going to be that leader that steps up and continues to grow on the show. So I just want to just review her stats just from the last uh, few years. So uh, Punky Johnson, 34 sketches in her rookie year, in her sophomore year on the show, show went down to 31 and then really jumped up last year uh, up to 45. So my hope here is that Punky JJ, a little bit of a risk, but potential to really grow here. Uh, that's how I'm feeling overall. TJ, you want to jump in? Yeah, it's just it's just a question that like might be better for like a round table. So no one has to respond, but like maybe somebody can like answer in the chat or message me. But do we think that Punky is maybe gonna have a stronger career post SNL sort of like in a Leslie Jones type fashion? Like all Punky needs is one or two good stand up specials and that's where she kind of gets to be featured more. Just 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 uh, just a thought. Like, you know, just just just, just you know. Perusing. Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly possible. It's something that I'm sure we'll continue to explore on the show. I know that Punky started yeah. her podcast this year. It's been really successful. And you know, that's the type of thing that like could really help you build confidence in your ability to produce on Saturday Night Live when you're able to just like put yourself out there week after week. So um, yeah, this is the year that I'm choosing to like ride the Punky train and see if it gets there. So we'll see. Hey, man. Uh... Okay, let's head over to Thomas Senna here for pick number 13, the back half of the second round of the draft. We got four more potential options on the board. So let me just review who they are, Thomas, just for the listeners who may have forgot. So we have Andrew Dismukes, we have Molly Carney, we have the combination of Justin Shea, and then we have our rookie, Chloe Trost. So Thomas, where are you going to go? Wow, I can't believe this person's still on the board. This is actually rather easy for me. And I still have tons of stock in in this person. And probably because he has a similar sense of humor to mine. I love his offbeat sense of humor. And it might he might have slipped because he has a niche kind of sense of humor and might not be in a ton of sketches. But I think 13 is really good value. I'm going with my guy, Andrew Dismukes. I, I just I think he's gonna be like the 10 to 1 king. I think uh I think he'll he'll probably in a lot of the sketches that he's in, he'll probably be featured. He, so I don't think he'll be like the background person necessarily. But th- I mean, this is great value. And I think he's so talented, such a talented writer that I think he can climb up the, he can claw his way to, to where it's like great value for me. And, and he and he and Ego on my team, I feel really confident. I have a rooting interest in Andrew anyway, because like I said, tons of stock and his sense of humor and his, uh, I, I just think he's, I always thought he was part of the future of SNL, but me, but his humor might be too niche. But at 13, I'm so confident in Andrew's mukes. Yeah, this is a good pick. I mean, I think this is probably the right place to land Andrew, who ended up finishing 13th overall in sketch appearances last year. Uh, he was shut out two episodes, though, and there were ep- like the, there were episodes where he was in seven sketches, like completely dominated the night, like that Michael B. Jordan week. He just completely just took over the show, and then he would go weeks where he wouldn't appear as much. And that's the big thing. Like, for my pick at Punky and your pick uh, with uh, Andrew Dismukes, Thomas, like, do they, in year number four at the show, Take a major step up because Haskell, you had both of them on your team last year. And that was the disappointment, which was they were really more featured players than repertory players. So I'm curious, what do you think? Like, was this the right spot for Thomas to pull the trigger on Andrew Dismukes? Tuna, Tuna, Tuna. Your nickname, by the way, is Tuna. Um, what? Yeah, for for both of you. Uh, hey, listen, 
good value, right? You got the 13th ranked guy. I got at the pick 13th pick. It's, it's, yeah, it's, good, it's good value. It's not Thank great you. value. You Thank got you. Him End at the of right discussion. Spot. Next pick, don't, Amanda. Don't talk over me, though, rookie, okay? <laughs> so, but my only thing is, and, and it goes for both of your like picks, two years. is. I know, rookie, what the <laughs> hell? Thank you, TJ. First draft. <laughs> uh, everything that you're saying, though I'd love to agree with it, is the same thing that now listen i made the big mistake and took him in the first round last year but it's the same right. feeling that i had last year um everything you're saying i oh, he's gonna dominate 10 to 1 he's got this weird sense of humor that he can build off of my worry is he is a host specific cast member mm-hmm. if he vibes with the host it's boom if he doesn't it might be the biggest bust on the cast so it it listen at this point in the draft right with what's left on the board, I probably would have taken him too. But it's a real boomer bust cast member at this point. Okay, that's fair. And that's why I probably wouldn't have taken him where you took him last year. I, Ooh, all right. I love well, that we'll- take cast. <laughs> I've never thought about that. That's I really hate to see all this, you know, Andrew versus Andrew in this coming from Haskell. You know, you got to support your own. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Last I'm, time channeling, I'm, I'm supposed yeah, to be I'm channeling the antagonist. Last time I checked, I'm supposed to be the antagonistic one on the show. I mean, I'm proud, honestly, but last time I checked, I was trying to be the Pierce Hawthorne and Donald Glover of <laughs> the Pierce Hawthorne. <laughs> Let me stop. Yes, we love you Chevy Chase. You want to be the Chevy? Yeah. You want- yeah. Look, Pierce, it, Chevy, no. Pierce is not that bad of a character. He's a really okay, good Okay, well, let's not, do, uh, let's not do community talk right now. We'll, we'll get to that uh, oh, when God, the movie comes I, out. Save it for the yeah. Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Three more picks to go. Amanda is picking at 14th overall. Amanda kicked off things with her team with Bowen Yang. So who are you going to pair yeah. with Bowen and Amanda? Okay. So I have to, I'm going to talk this through. Because a part of me wants to go with Molly because I think they are very talented. And I also think with what's happening in American politics and Diane Feinstein passing away, um, Katie is a natural fill-in to play Katie Porter and her, like her, you know, her dry race boards and do that whole thing. And so, and that's going to be a whole thing in, you know, American politics. So of course it's, it begets that, but I also want the status of double points and I cannot believe I can't, I'm going to, I'm so upset. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I, this is the only time I will ever ever pick Colin Jost and Michael Trey. This is the only time. I'm so upset about it. I like, I have never been I've, on this podcast. I've never been sh- ashamed about how I feel about those two. I, I, um, you know, it, 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 um, but I want words, to, Amanda. Words, words, Amanda. Words. I want the points. Sorry, John. I, I, I. I, there's my feelings about, about those two are personal feelings aside. I like winning. Also, I'm muting myself because Alexis. Okay. She's done. Well, but like, yes, I'm choosing those two because I want the points. I want the points. I want to win. I'm here to win. Okay. And I, I like Michael Che, like stay out of my DMs. I feel like we're watching a reality show. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause the podcast. Wait. Hey, yo, What? <laughs> I'm on Raya. Do you not realize I see? Also, by the way, John, did you tell everyone what happened? My my birthday party was at Keenan Thompson's house this year. By the way, um, but <laughs> I did yeah, not sorry. tell everybody what happened, especially on the podcast, Amanda. While we are live to all the listeners. No, no, John, we want to hear this. Save it for the Patreon. Patreon. Save it for the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/the SNL. Here. 
the theme was a night of a thousand Amandas, everyone to come dressed up like me. So like, it's not, it wasn't about him, it was about me. It's about me. But anyway, I'm picking my, Chicolin and, and Michael by their first names because okay. I want the points, not as a personal measure. And I'm going to forget this ever happened. Thank you. This is like the best reality show talking head I've ever seen. And I'm watching like a lot of 90 Day Fiance right now. This is topping it. Well done. Well done. What? All right. yes, yes, I like yes. the TV. All right. Like. Well, well done, Amanda. Okay, so this is a this is a really interesting pick. We're doing something different this year, where we're allowing somebody to pick Colin Jost and Michael Che as a duo. What this means is is that every single time Weekend Update goes on and they're on screen, you get two points instead of one. If Colin Jost or Michael Che appear in a pre-tape, for example, which they both did last year, they both appeared in one other time. I think actually Colin Jost was in a sketch uh, with Cecily's Goodbye. Michael Che was in a pre-tape, so they, you know, those points will count too for Amanda. But basically, her team is Colin Jost, Michael Che, and Bowen Yang. So she has all. And three if you of them add up the their board. individual points, they actually come before Molly. If you add them up both together, they come before Molly. So technically, yes, I think. It's is a safe on a purely just gameplay measure slay go yeah yeah bill what do you think about this move here for amanda to go with jose and jay at this point in the draft uh, it's a brilliant move, but I have so many questions. Like, I don't even know where to start here. Like, I, I've been on with Amanda a, a few times. I've never heard this hatred for Jay, Jay and Joe. I need to hear more about this at some point. But I that's what you want to hear about right now? No, no, I no, no. Like, I need to hear about the party too, obviously. But I'm really, no. I'm really good at like, I clearly, I'm really good at like PRing and like making because I, I, I truly thought I'd been very, very blatant and open about it. Yeah, I, I had no idea, but no, I mean, this, yeah. this is the only smart uh, choice right here. I mean, these are guaranteed points unless you know some something tragic happened, which I guess Amanda would be rooting for in any other situation, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think having this guaranteed 42 or 44 points at the end of the season, um, as opposed to an unknown coming in and Molly, who uh, unfortunately didn't have enough uh, on air last year. So uh, great pick. Okay, last two picks of the draft. We have Molly Carney and Chloe Trost on the board. Sammy, you're going to make the last selection, and then Zoe's going to end up with that other person. So we'll take them one at a time and ask you both for your thoughts. So, Sammy, you've waited a long time for it to come back to you to pair one of these two players with Keenan Thompson. So 15th overall, where are you going to go? Ooh, this is uh, this is tough. But here's what I'm thinking, you know, I have Keenan, who I had last year, so, you know, a very safe choice. I feel like, even though I don't have a lot of options here, I am going to go for the riskier play, and I'm going to pick Chloe Trost, because we don't have a lot of game tape on her, but we do know that she does have that relationship with Please Don't Destroy, and, you know, their influence on the show um, is, you know, on the rise. Obviously, they have a movie coming out soon. You know, they're a big voice on the show. And, you know, it's, it's definitely a risk, but because I, you know, played it very safe with Keenan, I feel like I go with the riskier choice here, go with Chloe Trost and we'll see, you know, what she's able to bring to my team. This is a great pick, Sammy. I think you got a steal here with Chloe Trost because I have to tell you all, I was so close to taking Chloe Trost at my pick because I think like she is she's one of the rookies that has come in like in the history of the show with like the biggest leg up of like not having to build her own writing team. It's 
worked in already. And the fact that we're still coming off of a time in 48 where, you know, we're feeling the loss on the show of Kate McKinnon, and Eddie Bryan and Cecily Strong. I think they're still looking for women on the show to take their place and, and step up. So I, I think Chloe Trost has a path here to have a really strong rookie season to the point that this may win Sammy the draft. So I, I think it's a fascinating pick. I, I was probably nervous to do it myself at the point where I, I put my eggs in the punky basket, but uh, great call here, Sammy. Thomas, what do you think of all that? Yeah, I think Sammy brought up the perfect point. Like the relationship with PDD is always uh, already there. I see Chloe Trost as having a presence on Weekend Update as well at the desk, which by the way, I think uh, PDD has helped people do their weekend update pieces as well. So I, I could see Chloe Trost on the update desk doing really well. Uh, I think I had her a little bit higher than 15th Sammy. So I think this was really good value, but I think this is like one of the few rookie cast members or maybe JJ. I thought JJ could do really well right away, but this is a rookie cast member that I can, I definitely see a path to doing well right away. I really like this pick Sammy. Okay, so last but not least, we have Molly Carney, who was in 36 sketches last year, and it'll be really interesting to see what they do this year on the show. So, Zoe, you end up with the team of Heidi and Molly, and I would love to know from you, what do you think about this team? Did it turn out the way you want it? Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know anything about Chloe. I don't know her backstory, but I do know Molly, so I'm very hopeful because... I'm excited to see them on the show. I wanted more of them last season. So I don't know. I think I'm going to win. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> big, big words there from Zoe. Yeah. The thing is, Zoe, is that uh, really the most interesting part about Molly and their career at the show so far was that uh, the last episode that Molly had on the show was Molly's biggest episode. And we talked about this on the preseason roundtable last night. It was just a huge episode. Getting that moment on Weekend Update was so huge for Molly. And I think that there's the potential here. Like, all look, there's no bad choice, but I do think that you ended up with somebody who could end up having a really big year. And just like we talked about with somebody like Devin, maybe just needs that time to adjust to the SNL world. So I think it's an interesting pick. Um, Haskell would love to know what you think about Molly ending up. It's the last pick of the draft. And is this good value that Zoe ended up getting with Molly here? No, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know. Uh, but what I will tell you is sometimes... You just have to be happy with saying that you had the last pick uh, in the draft and you ended up with somebody who is hilarious. Molly, is, I think we can all agree, didn't strike out much last year. They just need to be on the show more. I, I, I didn't get it. I thought early on last year, I was watching the show and I thought that last year was one of the strongest rookie classes ever but i thought molly was right there with the other three like i think the show just needs to lean into that molly has this like and i don't mean to like you know put them in a box but there really is this like prime melissa mccarthy energy when molly is on screen and it's so good and i want to see more so I just think at that point in the draft, again, last pick, you didn't actually get a pick, did you? You just got somebody given on your team to just say, you know what? It's somebody who's really funny and you hope the chips fall where they do and that they get a lot more appearances on the show, which would be very deserved this year. 
Okay, so we have all of the teams set up. I'm going to go one by one through all of our panelists. They're going to tell me why the team that they ended up with was the best team overall because you at home are going to get to vote and tell us you know, if you think the team was the best. It's a little bit different than our other drafts where we usually decide by you know, public vote. But this time, SNL and their sketch appearances will take, uh, you know, will win the draft for some of these podcasters. But we still want to get your opinions here and let us know which team did the best. So, Zoe, let's get the final pitch on Heidi and Molly as your team. Um, I think I have a great team because I have someone with... Uh, who's shown us what they can do and I have someone who we know is funny but also has potential and it's always great to be able to root for someone to grow okay Sammy K number two overall picked Keenan Thompson again and ends up with our rookie Chloe Trost so probably the most fascinating team I can't wait to see what these two uh, do together Sammy tell us why your team is the best well, my team is the best because I have Keenan, who, you know, as you saw last year, you know, still performed, still put up numbers. And I don't see Keenan being somebody who is going to, you know, go out with a whimper on SNL. I think, you know, whenever he decides to hang it up, he's going to, you know, continue to you know put up numbers and be in sketches and be that anchor. And then I pick Chloe Trost, who, you know, as I mentioned before, has that relationship. Please don't destroy. We know, you know, really not a ton about her, but I think uh, it's a risk that's going to pay off and we're going to be able to see. You know, similar to last year when I picked Michael Longfellow as, as my rookie in the spot, you know, I'm picking another rookie this year. And, you know, I think she's got potential to give me the W. Okay, Amanda Mitchell, you ended up with the duo of Jost and Jay paired with your first pick of Bowen. So give us the pitch. Because I have the numbers. I got the, I have the most people. And not only I have a United Colors of Benetton of color schemes, I'm representing all the shades, including the white men. You're welcome for the representation. Y'all are y'all are welcome. Um I just yeah, I think it's a good team. I'm excited. Like i I went from being in zero drafts two weeks ago to being in two drafts because of the Golden Bachelor. So Really just can't can't lose either way. I'm I'm winning, everybody's winning, and um that's that's all. And I hope yeah, we all love train on time. <laughs> we all love Jerry. So um let's uh head over to Thomas who uh picked Ego and then Andrew. What do you think of your team, Thomas? I love my team. I think Ego is a potential anchor of the entire show. And so to get her fourth, I really think that that was great value. I love Ego. I'm so excited to have a rooting interest in Ego. Can't say enough great things about her. And with Andrew Dismukes, I think I got somebody who is a great writer and can just write and claw his way maybe to the upper half this season. And if he does that, combined with Ego being the anchor, you're looking at a, a draft champion right here. For sure. Well, I end up with James Austin Johnson and Punky. I feel really good about the JJ pick here. I feel like JJ could end up being in the top three in the sketch appearances. So to get him at value number five, I think that was the right pick there. Was Punky the right pick for me at 12? We're going to find out. You know, it, history has told us probably not, but, you know, she's still on the show. She still has a chance to produce. Everybody loves Punky Johnson. I've seen how warm of a personality she is myself and how dynamic she can be. So I'm going off the eye test and I'm going to say that Punky Johnson is going to produce for me this year. So I'm hoping that my team will have uh, the high upside that I hope it can. Bill, you ended up with Mikey and Devin Walker. Tell us why your team is the best. 
Listen, and Mikey, you have this seasoned veteran who had a resurgence in his career last year uh, and is probably either going to, if he leaves after 49 or 50, he's going to want to go out on a high note. So we're going to see a lot from Mikey, and he also writes for himself as well. So going to see a lot from him. And Devin is going to have an incredible sophomore season. Um, he's going to blow away these other featured players and take over the show. So vote for me. Okay. Haskell, you must be happy. You ended up with Chloe and Marcelo Hernandez. So tell us why you are so happy. Yeah, you want to talk everybody's oh, throwing around the word value today. I got value here. I got value there. But I got number two. I got when you stack up where everybody was on the show last year, take the person who tied for number two in sketch appearances, give them to Haskell at seven. It's like give me Will Farrell and Eddie Murphy again. Go back to that draft. I won that. Whatever. You know, whatever like the votes were. Uh, still one of the greatest draft performances maybe you'll ever see in the world. I don't know. Uh, and then tell us about the Patriots uh, Super Bowl. So even if they're what was that? Please don't talk to. Her. I didn't talk to you in your time. Uh, so you want to join uh, my Golden if, Bachelor and, draft? If you would, if you if you would like, I would love to talk about all six of our championships that I've won in our lifetime. All right. Uh, if you want to talk about uh, Cleveland championships in the lifetime, we can talk about. Uh, you know, like the one LeBron one before he walked away from them again. But uh, and then even if there is regression from Chloe, uh, it won't be a huge regression. And from there, uh, I get somebody on the rise of Marcelo Hernandez. Easy. I don't need to tell you to vote for me because there is no vote. So the numbers will bear it out at the end. Tuna, great having you tonight. But no, really, TJ, you want to join my Golden <laughs> Bachelor draft. I would love you. Uh, there, there is no competition. You will win. I. <laughs> Haskell, let us know how that goes. Uh, TJ, (laughs) okay, take us home with your team of Sarah and Michael Longfellow. Why is your team the best? First off, shout out to Haskell because you are in rare form, my guy. I am loving every single ounce of it. (laughs) Like, you're blowing me away. You're taking my breath away. Um, (laughs) Wow. What was the question? Okay, my draft. First of all, let's go ahead. Let's bring this in a little bit. Let's, Let's appreciate the wonderful performer that Sarah Sherman already was currently is and is going to be. She won the draft last season, my guys and women and they, well, there's no, nobody by non-binary here. So it doesn't matter, but she won last time. She's a winner dubs all around. Most improved player. Like, let's be realistic here. Like, if we look at who's ahead of Sarah, it's it's phenomenal performers. And I, I genuinely only think the only reason that these people are ahead of Sarah is because of seniority. And now she has just a little bit more. She's she's a she's not a feature player, she's she's there on the cast. So um I think I have a phenomenal pick in her. And I I think strategically I have a stronger pick in Longfellow because as much as I love Mikey and I, I would have been closer to picking him. People like Longfellow and maybe even no people like Longfellow take away roles for Mikey. They do like it hurts. Whoever has Mikey's chances are hurt because of Longfellow. And from a competitive angle, I think like Longfellow only can go up. Granted, we're getting closer to season 50, which means these people probably aren't leaving the cast for the next two years. But uh, I think I think what I'm looking at is a solid. I don't see myself like losing. I don't see myself going below third place like I did last year. Wait, I don't know if I finished in third place last year, but I know I know I, I think held you third did. place. Yeah, I think you finished in like third a, place last year. And I think I was consistent third place like the entire time. I don't see myself like going below. Like you may think, TJ, why go for third place? Hey man, I'm not Ricky Bobby. 
if I'm not first, that doesn't mean I'm last. It's okay. Uh, but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Sarah, Michael Longfellow here at the eight, nine turn. So all the teams are there. We're going to put out a graphic tomorrow on social media. So let us know what you think of each of these teams. And then we're off. Season 49 of Saturday Night Live is starting this weekend with host Pete Davidson and musical guest Ice Spice. And we'll be back to cover it all all week long, starting with the Hot Take Show live at 1 10 a.m. Eastern right here to break down all the sketches. We got our Monday night roundtable next Monday night. Then Wednesday, we have our By the Number show. Mike Murray will be back here to break through all the analytics. You'll get to hear about some of these stats as we talk through that with Mike next Wednesday night. And then next Thursday night, we will be back one week time for our next part of our countdown of the greatest cast members of all time. We are in the top 30 now as we start to reveal those every single Thursday night. So, so much content here on the Saturday Night Network. You could subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify to find everything that we're doing and make sure to follow us on social channels facebook twitter tiktok instagram at the snl network all right let's do some plugs we'll go around the round table one more time zoe walker anything you would like to plug as we say goodbye to the listeners tonight um nothing to plug but i had a lot of fun okay well great to have you looking forward to having you on many shows this season and getting your opinions on the sketches so great zoe looking forward to it uh sammy k what about you anything you would like to plug uh, no, you guys can find me at that Sammy K on, I guess, X, uh, Instagram and, uh, TikTok. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Jewish. So, um, this has been a, a rough week, but I'm, you know, I'm happy I was able to you know come on the podcast and, you know, it was a nice distraction. Um, and you know, I'm sending love to all my family out there. So. hundred percent. Second that Sammy. Uh, Amanda, thank you for joining us tonight. Always a pleasure to get to speak to you and get to uh, uh, hear your opinions. So uh, looking forward to having you on the show all season long. Where can listeners check you out? Uh, if you want to find me and ask me about my birthday party, I'm at Loch Ness Amanda on Instagram. My DMs are open except for Michael Che. And X, Twitter, I call it interchangeably. It's all the same thing. If you want to read my work and you care about skincare or beauty or hair or whatever, or you just don't want to be ugly anymore, you can read my work at Refinery29. And I mean that because truly, that's my job. You're welcome. Girl, if you don't want to be ugly anymore. You're not ugly, you're just okay. poor is my ethos. You're not ugly, you're just poor. No, some people. All right, are, all right. Like, so, uh, some people are just uh, yeah, just uggos. Like okay, TJ I might TJ, be both. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you Haskell, have a wife, is... which means you're not <laughs> ugly. <laughs> you're literally in people. Now, this That's is this fact. is what season forty nine is like. Okay. Never have TJ on and I together again. We are sisters. wait. Hold on. Wait. We I, I missed it. What, what did John say? I missed it. I said, is this what season 49 is going to be like? I mean, I'm just it's, getting myself yes. ready for the season. John, you have yourself you think to blame. that my red flag was not, I'm going to get, I'm going to professionally have one printed. Hashtag came okay. John Snyder. I'm going to put it back here. Also, let's let's, let's not get any more chaotic than Haskell's been. To be honest, it's been the three of us causing trouble. Causing TJ, wait mean? your turn. Where, I'm going to get to you. Where would your self-esteem be if TJ and I were not bullying you all the time? <laughs> you oh, I'm good. I'm good. John. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm need us. today. Okay, Thomas Senna is here as well. Thomas has an amazing (laughs) podcast that he hosts called the SNL Hall of Fame. Please tell the listeners where they can check that out. I assume slightly less chaos on the SNL Hall of Fame, Thomas. A little less chaos. So, yes, uh, in addition to to me empowering black women every single day, uh, you could find me at the SNL Hall of Fame. Uh, This week, we covered David Bowie. Uh, Next week, I have Gary Seath and Brad Robinson on. 
and we're talking uh, Michael O'Donohue. John, I'm not done. I've been super busy. So we're doing a home and home with the Not Ready for Primetime podcast. I'm on next Tuesday talking about Eric Idle, uh, Eric Idle's episode from season two. I'll be on with Brad and Gary on the Not Ready for Primetime podcast. And I am rolling out a new podcast because the world needs more podcasts. So myself and Jeremy Dove, we launched a pod, we're launching a podcast on October 18th called Pop Culture 5. So Jeremy and myself, we're picking five essential things from any given pop culture topic. First episode's next week on Wednesday. We're discussing the five essential Tom Hanks movies. So subscribe to Pop Culture 5. I know some of you on Twitter probably got followed by Pop Culture 5. That's me. Follow us back and listen and subscribe. I'm still waiting for the Apple Podcasts uh, seal of approval. And But we're on Spotify and Podcast Addict and all sorts of other places. So that's Pop Culture 5. We're really excited about this. Amazing. Congrats, Thomas. Very excited to listen to that when it comes out. Bill, thanks for joining us again. Uh, just so pumped to get to talk about SNL all season long with you. So please tell the listeners where they could follow you. John, thank you for having me. Uh, this has been a blast as usual. Uh, can tell all of us have just had so much pent up energy for uh, since April, ready to rock and roll for season 49. So uh, you can follow me on all the socials, uh, including whatever the hell Twitter's called now and threads at BKLove73. All right, Haskell, do I dare ask you, where can people check you out? So just to add to the chaos of this episode, because <laughs> we can go down to the ultimate chaos, uh, a frame broke down in my basement before we started. And while Thomas was berating me, if I if I seemed uh, sharp, it's because I literally was stabbed with a little uh, piece of, there's literally a pool of blood underneath me right now. as oh I'm going. So I, I played injured today, by the way. Uh, check me out, Andrew E. Haskell. Come check me out the Rhode Island Comedy Connection sometimes. I'm, uh, you know, getting myself in there semi-regular. Yeah, I, I, TJ, I knew Haskell had the drip. So very, very impressive it, stuff. Is him. this the first time anyone has bled for this podcast, John? Like, I don't know. I bleed for this. <laughs> I got to ask Mike Murray. He keeps all the podcast stats. So we'll have to open up that door uh, coming up soon. But uh, TJ, <laughs> so great to uh, have you back on. I'm sure we're going to get uh, lots of lots of great content from you all season. So excited for the listeners to see you on the show. Where can they find you and everything else you're talking about? You expect me to follow Blood Boy? Uh, John, I... <sighs> Okay. Um, TJ go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm the one who is who's out of line here. <laughs> um, Don't you have to pick up your partner from the train? Like <laughs> Um, no, not yet, because she doesn't get in until like eleven. Um so, so I don't delay the podcast further so you can pick her up on time. Just go ahead. It's an hour and an hour and a half. Anyways, so uh Jesus. <laughs> the hostility of this podcast. I have missed doing this and I am uh it's very, it's very fun to do the SNL, uh, to do the Saturday Night Network again. I do mean that in all sincerity. Um, yeah, uh, so I have a 15-ish minute podcast called Rabbit Trail. Um, uh, uh, this summer, I, we celebrated doing 100 episodes. We did a 100th episode live special um, that we lost the video feed for. Like, it's gone. Like, it's we do not have the feed. However, we have the audio. You can hear it inside of our uh, Rabbit Trail. That's R-A-B-I-D uh, audio feed. I did manage to snip together most of the recovered audio, um, but it was honestly one of an absolute blast celebrating getting a chance to do 
100 episodes who much who knows how much longer i'm gonna do like podcast uh podcasting like that and producing but it was really fun um this past week we talked about sibling order which was basically deciding if younger or older or middle siblings who is actually superior um and you know discussing actual hierarchy of such uh, if you ever want to check out that podcast you can find it on spotify or most podcatchers at rabbit trail that's r-a-b-i-d um you can also find us on facebook instagram and twitter uh if you'd ever like the messages and you can find me tj at king compliment on instagram Awesome, TJ. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were keeping things going because you wanted to pick up your girlfriend on time, or because you again, knew she doesn't get bleeding. in until eleven. Like it's or because you knew maybe you knew that Caskell was bleeding out and you just wanted to let it keep going. But either way, it was great. Oh, to I hear do also want to say. Uh, oh, please, it, please go ahead. I do also say it's it's great seeing uh, it's great seeing everyone again. Uh, Sammy, yeah. Bill, John, it's great seeing Amanda again, um, and also uh, Haskell. I'm in mass. I'm in mass a lot, so I'd love to try to come to one of your live shows and get you. All right, talk about this after the show, guys. Let's. I'm just let's, saying. Let's, I'm just just saying. Yeah. It's nice to see people. <laughs> Okay. All right. Listeners, I hope you enjoy this one. Uh, look, uh, we have a lot of fun here at the Saturday Night Network, and we're going to continue to have fun all season long. So if you like SNL, this is the place for you to come and hang out with us. We love getting to talk to you in the live chat and getting your feedback as well and joining in on all of this chaos. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and join us whenever you can. After this, we're going. We're ready. Season 49. So let's get set. And we will see you next time, everybody. Have a good one.